Mindfulness Mode 326. When you're an entrepreneur, <laughs> you're like strapped outside to the ship. You're like the person on the Titanic. You're like, I'm the king of the world. You're listening to Mindfulness Mode, and I'm your host and mindfulness life coach, Bruce Langford. Welcome. Great to have you here. And I'm just going to jump right into the episode. If you'd like to send me a message about how much you enjoyed it or or a comment, send it to bruce at mindfulnessmode.com. I always love to hear from you. And I do send out uh, bling to random listeners who have sent me messages like a t-shirt, maybe a mug. Anyway, uh, sit back, relax and enjoy today's episode. Hey, Mindful Tribe, I have an actor with me today from California. I am so excited. I have Valerie Hubbard. Hey, Valerie, are you in mindfulness mode? I am, Bruce, in mindfulness mode. That is awesome. Valerie Hubbard is an actor and an expert at empowering other actors. She owns the company Actors Fast Track, where she consults with working actors about their career paths. In her newest book, Rule Breakers, Changing the Way Actors Do Business, she shows professional actors how to create and operate their acting career as a successful business and how to move from being stuck into the limelight. Some of her credits include Castle, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., How I Met Your Mother, Glee, American Horror Story, Workaholics, True Blood, Resident Evil. Oh, it says here she's been in every Disney show. So that's a lot of shows. Valerie lives in Los Angeles with her husband, Chef Gil Boyd, and her dog, Gracie. So, Valerie, I am so excited to talk with you. So, Valerie, what does mindfulness mean to you in the world of acting? Um, Well, I mean, I think just in the world of human, what it means to me, right, has been discernment this year. Um, uh, I I, uh, go to this great church where they give us this... um, um, bookmark of uh, scriptures to read and all the frustrating times that are happening. Like if you feel frustrated, where to find resolve in the Bible. Mm-hmm. And I found a lot of resolve for myself in Proverbs. Um, and, you know, it always comes back to treat people like you want to be treated. And I think um, it's that moment where, uh, you know, I mean, I've been attacked several times on Facebook this year as uh, in the last year and a half. And I'm sure that other people, you know, have and I've thus, in fact, attacked other people, you know, more reacted. Right. Sure. Um, And so it's very reactive. And so staying out of reactive for me is a big way to stay mindfulness and staying in, you know, I always tell like my clients, um, because my, the reason my actors are successful is because we talk about, um, that it's, it's a business, right? Yes. They think like business people and that, so business people and, you know, we've, are just good business people are discerning business people. Yes. Right. And sales which actors don't even understand. That's why I, when my, you know, sales are the most important thing to any business. Of course. Sales are service. Yes. 
So that what does that mean? That means when I'm in a sales conversation, I'm all about the other person. Right. Right. And and in acting, the the most important person in any scene is the other person. Mm. You know, it's not an inside job. It's an out, it's out towards who you're selling to. So like seeing the God in everyone is a mindfulness behavior, you know? Um, and, and we, you know, we come at every person with, you know, uh, biases of all kinds, you know, what, you know, Oh, you have blonde hair. I hate blondes because you have some story about it or, you know, African American or brown skin people have a lot of biases or yes. someone with a turban on their head. You know, you come to them with a lot of story. And so I think it's seeing the God and, and everyone is, is the beginning of running for me, a successful business and, um, dealing with clients and dealing with, you know, when you have your, when you're an entrepreneur, <laughs> you're like strapped outside to the ship. You're like the person on the Titanic. You're like, I'm the king of the world. <laughs> yes. And you're also the person that gets hit with like, iceberg and the and the the waves right 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 when did you know you wanted to act in your life Valerie? oh when i was three um <laughs> i was a big temper tantrum thrower um mm -hmm. in fact one time my sister threw a temper tantrum and my dad was like get up you can't hold a candle to your sister <laughs> <laughs> and so i apparently did something like this like very dramatic at three yeah. and threw myself down the basement stairs and my mother thought I was dead, you know, so she sent my dad down there and I was like laughing at the bottom of the stairs. So my parents enrolled me in creative dramatics the next day. <laughs> so I wanted to be an actress or either a hairdresser <laughs> from the time I was three. Yeah. And then I went to acting school right when I was 18 and one of the best in the country. And then I went right to New York and I did what they told me to do, which now I realized was not true so in was it missing the business piece yeah well see here's the thing actors have been sold a bill of goods okay i mean literally as actors fast track has to literally take people's brains out of their head and turn them around first before we can even start so what's the bill of goods okay so here's the bill of goods it's the hardest thing you can ever do right it's all about luck mm -hmm. most people don't make it Mm -hmm. It's you don't have any control whether you get chosen in order to get a career. You have to find a great agent. That's a little that's a tip of the iceberg bill of goods that we. But seen. with your business actors fast track, you flip that on its head. Yeah. yeah. So what do yeah. you what do you tell your your uh, clients when they first come to you? Sure. Well, all my clients, when they first come to us, regardless if they are already stars, because we've had people like that hire us, like TV stars that want to do movies or movie people right. that really want to do their own production. Like, what? how do I go there? Like, you know, we're just leaders. We're guides. Right. And mm -hmm. so we first of all, they always start with the business plan. Like my system was developed over 30 years and five different light bulbs going off okay. about that, that that was a bill of goods. It wasn't just one day I woke up and went, oh, you know, it was like five different light bulbs. So the first thing that we do is we always ask everyone that comes and works with us, what do you want? Right. Right. And so not what you think you can get, because most people are functioning from what they think they can get. 
So what do you want? I want to be a series regular on a TV show. Great. So we build a business plan to get that. And the, the, you know, just like in every people go, Oh, do you help people send out postcards? Well, that's a silly question. That would be like saying to a restaurant, do you help people think, you know, a restaurant consultant, do you help people figure out which vodka to carry? Yes. You know, but we do a million other things. Right. But the basis for all business is capturing the cash. If you don't have revenue coming in, then you're not a business. Right. Right. So the first thing that we do is our clients do five sales calls a week. They focus on the customer base. Most actors are focused on administration and product development, which is three and four most important in your business. They're not focused at all at one and two, which is capture the cash, right? And this is from my my original business coach, Melissa McFarland, capture the cash and then client care for us that are in coaching. But that for actors is the people that already know you. Okay. Right. So they focus on those people and that's what makes them working because they're full-time actors because when an actor is told to go make money, they don't think about acting. They think about waiting tables. They yes. think about doing, uh, you know, late night. A friend of mine used to work in the World Trade Center and do like late night uh, uh, what word processing, remember? Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. I remember that. <laughs> right, right. And so, you know, that's what they think about. They don't think about acting. And so I get them focused on their acting business and they start to make money. And there's so many revenue streams. I have two clients that make $4,000 a month from their social media following. Really? Yeah. Oh, so that's a revenue stream for an actor, you know, yeah, and sure. it's, an, it's, it's like a Russian dolls. You can create a huge amount of, um, from, from putting yourself on video and that's for every entrepreneur every day, you can create and use that over and over again to bring revenue into your company. So let's talk about that myth. You said it was a myth, that one where it was like, well, if you're an actor, it's only luck whether you get a job. Like, is yeah. there a lot of need for actors out there today? Oh my gosh. Anytime a our country has been in turmoil, which I would say our country is in a turmoil right now. Anytime our country has been in a turmoil, it's been the, uh, it's been the golden age for actors. Um, if you take the Great Depression, that's when the film industry was born, right? So uh -huh. um, there's more work than there's ever been. Plus, we're eventually all going to have our own networks. We have our own platforms. It's called this. Yes. Right. And social the cell media. phone. Yeah. The and cell so, phone or your you presence know, online. Yes. Yeah. And there was 196,000 paid acting jobs, not including commercials in 2016. There are only 400,000 actors. Wow. Um, wow. What we're seeing happening is our whole, our whole business is breaking down. Our whole business is breaking down. It's very exciting time to be an actor. I wish I was, you know, 22 again in New York. Yes. There's so much work and, it's a free for all um, because the way we've gotten business for the last 40 years is now currently in breakdown mode. So what people, so people are just seeing like the results of, because if that way is not working, it's, it's like when the trains used to break down in New York and people were like, how do I get to, you know, they didn't know alternatives for how to get to their job. Right. They took that one subway every day. So yes. if that subway went down, 
right? They didn't think outside the box. They didn't know what to do. Yes. No. You know, to be a good entrepreneur, you have to think outside the box. Of course. And that's why most actors fail because no one tells us we're an entrepreneur and most small businesses fail after five years. So if I were an actor, I'm just passionate about it. I love it. I want to do it, but I just don't have any jobs. Can you help me with that? And how are you going to do it? Yes, I can. (laughs) (laughs) We help actors every day. We have a young girl, Rebecca Knowles, that came to us a year and a half ago. And when we asked her what she wanted to do, she said, Kimmy Schmidt. Well, guess who just shot Kimmy Schmidt? Really? Yep. Wow. And... She was one super laying focus. I mean, we worked on other things clearly in the year and a half and she booked a couple of non-union, you know, commercial gigs. We, we always look for where the quickest path to cash is. So how does mindfulness play a role in this? How do you help uh, reconstruct this story that is in the minds of the actors that have, you know, this story has been taught to them for years and yeah. yet you have well, to reconstruct it. Right question because i'm in the middle of my mind games tour uh i started in la on march 11th we just came back from new orleans we uh canceled chicago because when we were in atlanta we saw the need to go back there again so we are ending the tour instead of in chicago we're ending the tour back in atlanta on june 24th um so we i've been teaching my top 10 mind shifts for the actor Um, and, um, I've been doing this for the last five years. And the reason I started to do it is because my coach at the time said to me, you know, everything, like you're really great at giving an actor an action plan to get what they want, but what happens to all the people that get stuck? Like what are, and those are most, a lot of the people are stuck, you know? Yeah. He said, if you can figure that out, then you will be everything it'll be everything for you and so i wrote with her help the top 10 mind i called them the mind of the actor the way they get in their way and then how to get out of their way and i wrote those and those are in actually all of my books now uh but i i wrote uh them and you know and so i present those at the top of the year that's why we start the year in the spring with our mind games and I just did them, um, I just did a live stream of the of that as well from New York. So I have that now. Um, but that's the first thing I do. And so, I, you know, here's the thing. You don't know what you don't know. If you've never had a successful acting business, how would you know how to build one? Of course. Right. And so one of the guys that hired us in Atlanta, he just shouted from the back of the room, I get it. I don't know what I don't know. Yes, that's right. And so... It's it's um, it's happens like this, you know, with our clients, you know, and it actually falls in line with our system and where people lie. But sometimes people with the biggest resumes that hire me, that they sit there the first few appointments with their mouths like. No one, no one's ever told them what I'm telling them. They're completely aghast. Yes, because it's it's change in perspective that they are actually in charge. I mean, as actors, we've turned our agents into our marketing department, our therapists, our, and they make 10%. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's like turning the fry cook at a restaurant into the boss. Okay. Um, it doesn't make any sense. No, no, it doesn't. So, yeah. So, 
you know, and the other thing that helps with that is my community, because I have a very powerful now after six years, actors that are working on television and in film that believe in the actors fast track system. So what happens is when actors come into our community, they're surrounded with other like minded actors. Um, because the shift that we are currently in is the same shift that happened when we went from silent movies to talkie movies. There's going to be a lot of actors left in the dirt. Mm. So, um, but not if they're smart, not if they're CEOs, not if they function like a business person. So, so tell me another story of someone who came to you at Actors Fast Track so and really you just helped transition them into <laughs> a role or a, a life that they just craved. Okay, great. Um, so Ruby Mercado, great story. She, um, she has three daughters and the youngest is handicapped. And so she had a very strong why. Right. Her and her husband moved from Texas. She speaks Spanish, Mexican-American. Mm-hmm. Right. And she's so viable right now. I mean, a cute little tiny body, really cute. Right. And so because she had such a strong why, it was she just needed to be told. But the, the great thing is in the beginning, um, the first thing I asked her to do was to go to her current agent Um, And if she'd had some great relationship going on, she probably wouldn't have hired me, right? Mm -hmm. But to go to her current agent and ask them for what we call a submission report, which is ours right to have because it's our name on it. And right, okay. So she did and the agent said to her, no, and you're fired. (laughs) So she hires me and then she loses her agent, right? Uh And, you know, and for my own self, that's that I have to check my mindset around that. Right. Right. So anyway, my mind games was two days later and she came and she's sitting in the audience and I have one of my friends on stage who's an agent and she's talking and she says to me, she says, you know, all I need right now are Latino moms. And I looked at Ruby and I winked and Ruby was signed with her two days later. And, um, and she booked, right away a Hyundai commercial and another big commercial. And then she started booking TV. She started booking CBS Scorpion. She booked uh, Nickelodeon. And it was so awesome because on Nickelodeon, she played a superwoman. A, like wonder it was when wonder woman came out last okay you know and she played a superwoman and here she is with a handicapped daughter and three daughters and she's making money as an actor now. What a great story. Yeah. That is so, awesome. That's great. Um, Joy Nash, who's the lead in the new series Dietland okay. on AMC. It is released June 4. She's the lead. Okay. Um, she came to, uh, she hired us for a very small, very inexpensive package um, three years ago almost. Mm-hmm. Um, and she learned what, what I teach, which is breaking the rules. Cause there is, there are no rule books. I I've checked for 34 years. No one's <laughs> been able to show me a rule book for acting. And so she went after that role on Dietland and she broke every rule. She didn't go to her agent. She didn't even ask if she could go the correct way to get the role. She got the audition on her own and she booked a job and her entire life has changed. You know, she's a, she's going to be a huge star in two weeks, three weeks. It's exciting. Yeah. Valerie, when I ask you what role jumps into your mind that you played, which was so exciting, so much fun, what does pop into your mind? Oh, well, so many. I mean, I think, you know, 
my breaking the rules story is they were doing the crucible in New York with Arthur Miller was going to be involved and, you know, big deal. Like, like mm-hmm. Ruth Nelson, who was one yeah. of the McCarthy people who, you know, she was like a huge star in the, and then her career was ruined by McCarthy, you know, Senator McCarthy. And so she was going to play Francis nurse. And that's what the crucible is about. Yes. Right. Is the McCarthy hearings. Yes, it was it like is. so exciting. Right. So I go to my, my um, agent and I said, I, I, I want you to get me an audition for Mercy Lewis. Cause I am Mercy Lewis. And he said, you don't have the name. So that was my first light bulb where I was tired of someone telling me I didn't have the name. So I took my headshot. I went to the casting director. I asked for the audition. I got the job. You did. And awesome. I have a time Ben's Arthur Miller signed autobiography. Wow. You know, pretty cool. That is extremely cool. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, I, that was like, okay, you know, um, that that's that was a big deal i mean probably the most fun i've had out here in the 15 years i've been in la have been resident evil extinction that was so much fun they flew me first class to mexico and put me up in a really nice hotel and neela jovich is amazing and it was just a great experience and then i also did a video game called dead rising 3 which was mocap and i and and where you wear the suit with the little white balls and you're animated and i've done two mocap situations and i love it because it's i would love to play an animal i um i played j edgar hoover um and so i like to play men a lot um and so and i'd like to play animals like you know andy circus who plays the planet of the apes yes you know i i love that like i you get to be whoever you want to be when you have that suit on that's so you know, cool. And it's kind of fun. It's really That's fun. That's so cool. And yeah. I love that you talked about The Crucible. My son is crazy about acting. He's 16. Last year at their high school, they did The Crucible. And he loved being in that play. And right now he's rehearsing because Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, just two days from now, he's going to be in his school school production. And man, he's got the most lines of anybody. What's of the play? The and what they're doing is they're doing two one-act plays, which are kind of made for high school so these are not well-known plays i might know them <laughs> you, you might and i don't know what you they're called <laughs> i, I <laughs> taught a lot of acting along the way as yeah, well yeah you so, probably yeah. do know them uh so he's really excited but he's a math and science guy and he thinks you know what i i love acting i love music but it's really math and science i'm going to be going after what would you say to him because he loves acting so much Well, you know, as you know, entrepreneurship is not for the faint of heart. No, true. And that's what the conversation that parents need to have with an actor that's that's thinking about a high school student that's thinking about being an actor. Mm -hmm. Right. And just like any other thing, knowledge is power. And if you're going to do that, you know, and if, if the parent is going to send their kid to one of the top acting schools, and there's plenty of them that have good undergrad programs, um, you know, uh, you don't have to go to a grad program and right. you don't even have to go to acting school if you don't want. I can tell you by going to one of the good acting schools and I did a BFA in acting Okay. That by going to a conservatory acting school and receiving my bachelor's degree. First of all, the name itself helped me uh, get in, mm-hmm. right? But, but again, understanding that it's a business, this is what they're not going to tell you in any school, right? That, 
you know, if you spend, you know, say 60 to 100 grand to send your kid to a film school or an acting school or a music school, you should be expected to spend that much more on them opening their own business without they are going to go um, teach acting somewhere or teach, you know, um, teach music or whatever it is. But if they are going to pursue a professional career as that artist, they need to understand that they need that much money in capital to start their business. And so what happens is they go to these big expensive acting schools thinking that means they're going to get an acting career. Right. And then they don't. That's why my programs are littered with Old Globe, Juilliard, Yale, NYU. Those are all our clients. Right. Because their parents already spent 60 to 100 grand to send them to a top acting school. So, you know, it makes sense to spend it on their business. Right. And they do not prepare the kids for that. The reason I know this is because of my very first book, The Actor's Workbook, How to Be a Working Actor, which I wrote with Leah, Ta- uh, Leah Tola Brandenburg. It's a textbook published by Pearson Education. Okay. When you publish a textbook, the thing that they do is they send it to other professors to review. Right. Right. Now, when my reviews came back, it wasn't about my book. It was about the fact of why, why I'm teaching theater arts in Nebraska instead of being the actor I wanted to be when I moved to New York when I was 22. Okay. And so they didn't want to option a book that told them what they did wrong. Right. Right. So, um, so I know that this isn't being taught in acting school. I pushed so hard for where I taught for it. Um, and you know, it's so funny when I wasn't teaching it, I was at one school where I was teaching two of the seven sections. And now I have people from years later from those five sections hiring us because when I was teaching business of acting, my class was not what they were hearing in their class. Right. Right. Which was all an answer to an, an existing ceiling that what that ceiling does is a year into being in LA or New York, a year and a half into being in LA or New York as an actor, you are completely ensconced in a straitjacket of what you're not supposed to do. Wow. And they're getting, they're getting, you know, advice from their high school drama teacher. Mm-hmm. Right. Or they're right. Like we are all working actors. In fact, most of my coaches won't be with me much longer because they're working because they have my system. Right. Right. Okay. And so that's the way, you know, so we're, we're giving. So anyway, that's what I say to your son. It's like, if he wants to do it, he has to understand that he's going to be an entrepreneur. Right. right? Now, if he goes into science or math, you know, um, you know, he can go and get a job, a good yes. job. Yeah, sure. Right. He's going to have to create it, his entrepreneurship with, Acting. And, you know, I mean, I went to one of the best acting schools. I graduated in 1984. In 1995, I started to make a living as an actor. 11 years. Wow. Hmm. Very interesting. And very interesting how you teach actors, young actors, older actors, you teach them the mindfulness about getting focused and getting into that place where they have their own mindset about it's a business. I've got to get out there. I've got to be an entrepreneur. I love that, Valerie. Now, Valerie, as we move toward the end of the interview, I want to ask you five quick answer questions. And the first one is this, who is one person who has influenced your mindfulness practice? 
Um, Melissa McFarlane, who was my original coach in okay. Actors Fast Track, and she was my coach for 10 years. Okay. How has mindfulness affected your emotions? It's calmed my rage down. If I take that five seconds before I make a decision, discernment. Tell us how breathing is part of your mindfulness. It's everything. I mean, you learn that as an actor. And so uh, breathing is everything, everything. It's life. So huge. That's a huge impact. If you could recommend a book related to mindfulness, what would that be? Miracle Morning. Oh, by Hal Elrod. Yeah, what a great book. Can you share an app which helps you or your clients become more mindful? I just like Stitcher because I like listening to what other people are talking about. I mean, I think sure. that that's, that helps me, especially ones that are spiritual, you yeah. know, so that gives me, that's the app I would suggest. Now, Valerie, I always ask a question about bullying. Were you ever bullied or did you ever bully someone else? Do you have a story about bullying where mindfulness would have made a difference? Well, that's hilarious because really my tagline as an actor is the adorable bully. (laughs) And Mercy Lewis is the bully. You know, like I've always played the bully. So it's so funny. I've always played that person. Um, You know, um, when I was little, I was teased a lot for being fat. Okay. And um, one of the things that I didn't know and I wasn't taught is I think breath would have been a very big help. I mean, that's something they didn't know when I was a child about breathing in and breathing out and breathing in and breathing out. And that timeout and that five second rule, that discernment thing, you know, is really big. But I, what happened is the kids started teasing my friend one day. Okay. And because it was my friend, all of a sudden, I just lost it. Like I snapped. And I've had a few of those where I beat him up. He never came back to school. I think it's, I had that happen, you know, not even as a child, but when I, you know, and the lesson always is if you don't say something, if you don't have the conversation, if you don't face and say the truth of what you're feeling, regardless of how they take it or whatever, it's like, it'll build up to where you explode and possibly injure someone. Right. Right. I mean, there are times in my adult life where I, I, you know, early adult life where I experienced that. And I was like, I do not want to experience that again. No. Right. Valerie, how can we learn more about you and connect with the actors fast track? Tell us that. So there's a number 38470. It's a phone number 38470. And you text the word Rule breakers, all one word, R-U-L-E-B-R-E-A-K-E-R-S, plural, to 38470, and you're going to digitally download a free copy of my book, Rule Breakers. Awesome. Uh, You can always reach out to us via Sarah, with no H, S-A-R-A, at actorsfasttrack.com. And yes, there are two T's in a row. And Sarah will have a conversation with you and then get you on the phone with the right person. Um, so, uh, yes. And, uh, That's fantastic. yeah. 
And Mindful Tribe, maybe you're thinking about, maybe you know somebody who is an actor, they're trained to be an actor, but they're not working. I'll I'll tell you, Valerie is the person to get in touch with. But send an email to Sarah, sarah at actorsfasttrack.com and get that book by texting the word rule breakers to 38470. And don't wait another minute. You know, just do that. Do it because this is what makes huge changes and transitions for actors. So I love the fact that you're helping so many actors and that you're so positive and filled with excitement about the fact that we have way more jobs than we do actors. How exciting is that? Atlanta's on fire. I'm going back. Exciting. There's so much work right now. Oh, that's great. Well, Valerie, it's been fantastic talking with you. Keep up the great work you're doing with actors and all the very, very best to you. Thank you, Bruce. Okay, bye now. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us today on Mindfulness Mode. For insightful blog articles and show notes for every episode, check out mindfulnessmode.com. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you could help us out by clicking on the iTunes link on our website and leave a rating and review. Till next time, Mindful Tribe, use what we've learned today to reach new heights of calm, focus, and happiness. Stay in the mode.